And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. Hello, everyone, and welcome. We are live from the bunker once again. One last time for 2021. I know I'm late. It's what I get for looking at too many tabs. I got too many browser tabs open. My name is Jason Hunt. I am the editor here at Sci-Fi For Me, and glad to have all of you with us. I uh, see Deep Pensack there in the chat. Let me uh, let me actually get in here, and there you go. It works. We are broadcasting live to uh, Facebook and YouTube and Odyssey. We do invite you to join us on all of those channels if you're so inclined. Also, Twitch. And we're available on a number of podcast platforms as well if you prefer audio instead of video. And that's fine if that's what you want to do. It's your, it's your prerogative. Speaking of which, I got to say, uh, yesterday's program about The Matrix... Hey, howdy, howdy, hey, yo. We got some, we got some numbers on this. I'm looking at, uh, I'm looking at our hosting platform, and our matrix discussion from yesterday has uh, about three times as many downloads as anything else that we've done, uh, at least through the year. So happy to see that, and want to welcome our new listeners that we're seeing. Uh, pop up in the Philippines. That's a that's a country that I have not seen show up in our list of listeners. Uh, various different countries around the world. We have people in Germany and Sweden and the UK and Russia and Australia and Canada, and now the Philippines. So those of you who are new to the show, welcome. We're glad you're here. And uh, Defensac saying really enjoyed the last video on. The Matrix Resolutions, Resolutions, we'll get into resolutions a little bit later here. (laughs) So, um, assuming assuming that the internet cooperates with us, it looks like uh, it looks like we're we're bouncing our signal again. Um, If it will uh, if it will cooperate with us, I see I see things are are trying to buffer. I need what I need to do is get a uh, I need to get a new internet router. That's that's probably what we're going to end up having to do. All right, looks like we're back for now. Keely Chow in the chat, good to see you as well. I did follow up on your suggestion. I got in touch with Nina Infinity yesterday. So we'll see uh, we'll see what comes out of that. I haven't had a chance to contact anybody else that you suggested, uh, but I will be following up on that. Thank you very much for the suggestion. All right, so the chat is on. 
Comments are active if you're not here with us live, and we may not be here with us live uh, very much if the router continues to, to fail on us. Um, I tell you, it's one of those things, right? So um, <coughs> so the, the chat's, chat's open right now. Uh, and uh, if you're not with us live, if you're here Memorex, then uh, our, our comments are open. And uh, you can always send us an email with your feedback live from the bunker at sci-fi4me.com. I am actively soliciting, and I do crave your assistance and your suggestions for topics that we can cover, for guests that we can invite. I've got invitations out to several different people. I'm waiting to hear back for January. I, I really want to have some robust conversations with people here, not just uh, not just be the one who rants all the time, and this is this is the thing. So any suggestions that you have? Also, if you have uh, if you have material that you want to send to us uh, for review, we do have a mailing address there, 1503 Main Street, number 305, Grandview, Missouri, 64030, in the United States. Uh, and there's all of our social medias and uh, a newsletter you can sign up for over at the dot com, sci-fi for me dot com, where we post reviews and uh, some news articles, but mostly it's uh, mostly it's book and movie reviews over there on the on the dot com side of things because we've been concentrating on the TV channel uh, for the most part here for the last couple of years. <coughs> I have heard a statistic. What is this? What this pops up? Why are all these things popping up on my on my window? Stop popping that up. What is this? I've never seen this before. Stop that. All right. No. I don't uh Oh, I think it's a Norton thing. All right. No, no, no. I don't need I don't need no, 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 no. Go away. I don't need Microsoft Edge. Oh, yay, yay, yay. All right. The gremlins are in the station, folks. <clears throat> I will tell you that right now. Okay, so plans for 2022, schemes for 2022, New Year's resolutions for 2022. Uh, that is what we're going to be doing today, assuming that the Internet cooperates with us. Uh, <clears throat> I need to go and check, and this is going to be one of my resolutions here on the tech side of things, because we have so many people listening to our podcast now. I need to go and make sure that I'm not missing any comments anywhere on any of these player platforms. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure how to go about checking that. Uh, I'm still kind of one of these dinosaurs that sometimes gets overwhelmed by too many buttons and and winky blinkies. And okay, where do I go next? So that's going to be a thing for me to try to uh, to set up. And uh, in follow-up, you know, mentioned the Ma the Matrix episode uh, doing so well. We had a conversation earlier this this week with Paul DeGarabedian over at Comscore about the Spider-Man movie, and and it's crossing a billion dollars. It's currently sitting at one point one billion and climbing. I would not be surprised if this clears two billion by the time it's done. I I, I think maybe maybe one point seven five. I think I've seen estimates uh, speculating that it would go that high. It might hit two, maybe. 
I don't know. Word is, Sony is very, very, very happy about this. So much so, according to uh, Mikey Sutton over at Geekosity, that they're looking at a movie with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, both the movie to be called Spider-Man. Tom Holland would not be involved in this one, and it could be a way to introduce Miles Morales into the Spider-Verse. So basically, a live-action Spider-Verse being contemplated over at Sony. Now, this is rumor at this point, but Mikey Sutton does point out that he had early word about No Way Home before anybody knew anything about No Way Home. So, this looks like it's brewing... Possibly uh, Spider-Man 4, Amazing Spider-Man 3 could be combined and, uh, and both of these Spider-Mans become Spider-Men. So this is early stage and uh, there's nothing really else on this. But according to Sutton, Sony is very, very happy. And of course, having Tom Holland in this would just be a repeat of what they just did in No Way Home. So they want to do something new and original-ish. I mean, what's original anymore, right? So there is that. Oh, by the way, <clears throat> yes, uh, Keely Chow says, take rumors with a grain of salt. Let me, oh, I got it. Okay, so we've got this, we've got this widget for the chat. We've got this chat widget. And it sometimes works and sometimes it doesn't. It's it's a I get, I don't know if it's in beta or if it's uh if it's something that just kind of is there and they'll tweak it. But every now and again, we'll go through this and we'll po we'll post uh we'll post uh little individual chats here. And occasionally it will disconnect. It will lose the connection to the channel. So we're having to, I, I got to every now and again restart it, uh, which is frustrating. But, you know, new technologies, there's bugs. We're working out the bugs. We're figuring things out. Uh, Keely Chow says there are two types of rumors. Rumors that come true and rumors that don't pan out. And you could say the same thing of conspiracy theories, right? Because conspiracy theories... Sometimes they're just people ahead of the curve on the news cycle. <coughs> We're not going to get into that. Oh, by the way, uh, this is interesting. Uh, this is uh, this has been making the rounds today. Uh, I I've just kind of picked a random uh, a random site with a headline. Uh, this is Conservative News Daily, but this is circulating in various different places. Guardian's Person of the Year poll deactivated after J.K. Rowling takes the lead. So apparently, the Guardian in the UK, it's a, a British a British publication. They, in response to Time Magazine deciding that Elon Musk was going to be their Person of the Year, Guardian said. Who do you think should be the person of the year? And they put this poll out. And this was, when was this? December 15th. And apparently, J.K. Rowling took the lead. And they took the poll down. Pure coincidence, right? 
This form has been deactivated and is closed to any further submissions. But they're not going to they're not going to show you the results because apparently J.K. Rowling was in the lead at the time they killed the poll. Very telling, if true. Meanwhile, down in Arizona, the DEA seized 1.7 million fentanyl pen pills at the U.S.-Mexico border. I mention this not to get political, but just to, just to reorient everyone and put you into some context here that while we sit here and talk about the Matrix, and we talk about Spider-Man making a billion dollars, and we talk about J.K. Rowling and whatever whatever nasty controversy she's involved in, all of this stuff that we keep talking about on the social media, in the meantime, there are real crises and people who are really suffering from various different circumstances, ailments, struggles, and this time of year especially is tough for a lot of people. Holidays and whatnot, New Year, you want to make a resolution, you want to try to do better, you want to try to be better, you want to try to have a more successful year, a, a better life. It's tough. It is one of those things where we get reminded, some of us do, we get reminded that there are some things in the world that are more important than our little escapes. Now, our escapes are important, too, because they're a way for us to, to open the pressure valve, as it were, and kind of release a little of the tension and the depression and the stress. We have something that can entertain us. We have something that can distract us, can, can take our attention and we just we just want to we just want to relax for just a minute and then dive back into the crisis um and and sometimes it's a little tough to do that defense says agreed just like the people affected by the tornadoes in kentucky yes 30 was it was it 37 39 different tornadoes in a swath about 200 miles wide there are a lot of people that are uh that are hurting right now and we need to remember that there's a lot of there's a lot of that, and we need to be cognizant of those people and considerate of those people who are going through struggles. Um, I've been hearing a couple of uh, a couple of PSAs online, different uh, some different things on the radio, uh, talking about how important it is to check in with your people, check in with your social circles, your, your, your contacts, your network of friends and family. It's important to do that because you never know when you, you reach out to somebody, you never know if that's that lifeline that they need to pull themselves back up out of the hole. So, uh, so be considerate of your friends, check in with everybody, make sure that they're okay. Uh, because there are a lot of people right now that are not okay. <coughs> We're doing all right here. Uh, we had a, we've we've had a couple of uh, a couple of spirals that I have that I have dealt with myself, but you know we're getting there. We're we're doing okay. I got a haircut, so you know life is life is improving. Because I got a haircut, you know, I probably pulled, you know, I probably lost 12 pounds right there. 
I see Robert in the chat. Good to see you as well, sir. Um, all right, so plans and schemes for 2022. I want to go through a few of these things, and then and when, we, when we come back from the break, assuming that the Internet continues to cooperate with us, uh, when we come back from the break, I'll get into some New Year's resolutions. But I want to talk plans, uh, because we've been talking a little bit about some different things here. And one of the things... One of the things that uh, we've been talking about, and it looks like we're going to do this, um, we, we're going to put a little bit more effort into our Twitch channel. Uh, Twitch.tv slash sci-fi for me. You can see uh, game streams sometimes. Ryan Gallagher is our intern, uh, well, not intern anymore. He's graduated from Harding University, and he's going to continue being a contributor here. And some of the things that he's been doing uh, revolve around video games, and so his coverage is going to continue there. And we'll keep doing some gameplay streams, and we'll refine that and do a little bit more of that. I might even jump in and do a few things. I don't know. I, I, can, I can play solitaire with the best of them. So we'll do uh, we'll do more game streams here, and I think we'd like to bring back the podcast Eight Bits, which discusses things going on in the video game industry. And I'm, I'm there's a lot to talk about there. I probably have some guests that show up. We'll probably have uh, see if if Richard Hogue wants to join us, and whoever else I don't know, Yellow Flash, Young Yay, whoever. We'll, uh, we'll put a list together of people who could rotate in and out of that panel. Because that's one of the things that we want to do. And Ryan, actually, <coughs> he knows Discord. So we might actually get some mileage out of our Discord server this, this year. Maybe. I've set it up. Haven't used it. Don't know anything about it. Like I said, I'm a dinosaur. I have tiny hands. Uh... <laughs> it's rough because you had all of this, all of these tools and all of these things, you know, this this social stuff and these networking things, this communication tools that we didn't have when I was younger. And it's sometimes a little bit of a challenge to wrap my head around how to use these things, how to be most effective in using Discord or... Instagram or we're not doing TikTok. We are not doing TikTok. I'll tell you right now. But, you know, finding those finding those things, finding those ways that we can use that. Pinterest is a good example of that because Pinterest is cosplay only. Pinterest is our is our focus on cosplay. And we have a number of boards over there where you can see uh, photo galleries for inspiration. If you're a cosplayer, you can see what other cosplayers are doing. We have costume tutorials, prop tutorials, hair and makeup tutorials. Here's how you, here's how you make this skirt and do this, uh, this beehive hairdo and make a cuff and make a boot and, and all sorts of things. Um, you know, elfin ears versus orc ears versus Vulcan ears. I mean, all, all of these different things, you know, these how-tos and these tutorials and diagrams and sketches and instructions. So our, our Pinterest board has, has a niche. And it was pretty easy to, to lean into that and to say, okay, well, because that's the crafty part of the internet. 
let's go ahead and just really lean into this. So all cosplay all the time over on our Pinterest board. And there's we've got a Vero account, and I know a lot of cosplayers use Vero as well. We haven't been using the account very much. I don't I don't particularly like the interface. It's not very user friendly for me. Um, because the suggestions, whenever I do any kind of a search for other people on on that platform, I keep getting the same four or five suggestions over and over again. It's to, Vero to me is is pretty useless, but we've got one. We post some stuff up there every now and again. We'll see what happens. But Discord has been one of those ones that has been a challenge for me personally because one, I I'm not sure how we're going to use it, how we integrate it into everything else, and and really. It's it's been a challenge for me to even figure out what a purpose would be for Discord. I guess if we plan ahead for a bigger audience, then maybe there's going to be more opportunity to, to avail ourselves of that technology. So we'll see. I'm going to have some conversations with Ryan about it. We'll figure out some some different ways that we can uh, that we can use that sort of thing. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We've got some other ideas for shows that we've been talking about here. Um, not really new programs, but uh, possible revivals of some shows. Back when we were doing just podcasts, audio podcasts, uh, when when this show actually started and, and beyond, we had a couple of shows that were... Uh, into the comics field, Rogues Gallery and Level 117. Uh, Rogues Gallery concentrating on the DC stuff, and, and 117 was Marvel. And I'm thinking we could revive, revive Rogues Gallery as a comics-focused panel discussion. I think I would like to do that. We've made some connections with different people in the comics realm, uh, people who know much more about it uh, as far as current year stuff uh, more than I do. So I think it's going to be uh, something of value that we can bring in that conversation as part of that show. And then we're talking also about reviving Echo Chamber, which is also a panel discussion about general topics. So those two things are on the table. I would like to bring back Trailer Park as well, which re reactions to new trailers. So that's, that's the kind of thing that we're thinking about. Of course, I mentioned the Twitch channel. We are going to start doing watch parties. Our first one is going to be The Princess Bride. And it's looking like January 9th, a Sunday evening, we're going to do uh, a watch party for The Princess Bride. We haven't got that completely locked down and decided yet, but it looks like that's what we're going to do. So, uh, so be watching... Our social media, we're going to post a, a specific definite schedule once we get that uh, lined up. Also, I want to run this idea past you. We've got this idea that I've been mulling for a while. Because we have Good Morning Multiverse on Saturday morning, it is a weekly roundup of all of the headlines of the various different things going on in the week. And it's not so much breaking news. We don't really have a breaking news option at this point. And I got to thinking. <clears throat> what if... What if we did something 
Because I look at other channels and I look at their little reaction videos and they pop on this little thing. Which, oh, hey, this news just broke and whatnot. And I'm thinking you know, we do a lot of live streams, but we could also do some uploads. And I know that the YouTube algorithm apparently doesn't like it if you mix things on your channel. They prefer if you do one or the other, live versus recorded. But I don't believe that. I don't believe anything anybody tells me about the YouTube algorithm other than the YouTube algorithm is garbage. That I will believe. So I'm, I'm thinking I would do this new thing and clever titleist that I am, uh, I've, I've thought about calling it coming in hot, which is basically a really quick hot take, quick reaction, breaking news. Here's what I think. Three to five minutes. Not always me. Certainly. Uh, and maybe open it up to some of you and, and uh, get get initial reactions to things as they break. We, we've had some different things that have been breaking news items that it would make sense to do something with a little bit more immediacy. So we're, we're thinking about doing that. We haven't got all of the details nailed down on that because that would be more sporadic in terms of programming. A lot of the stuff that we do follows a schedule. And if we did something like that, it wouldn't. It would be one of those, you know, get it, you know, news breaks. We tape something, we get it out. And it would be a more immediate turnaround than what we normally have been doing here. So, But I think there's some value to that. I think there's some, some value to doing something with a little bit more immediacy, a little bit more spontaneity. Uh, especially considering that I've been told that I'm boring. <clears throat> we want to get rid of that. Get rid of that stigma. I don't want to be boring. I'm not boring. I am reserved. I'm not boring. Uh, Mazur says, the chat on any YouTube live stream is taking a good 60-second lag to load up in any browser. Wow. Now, I have I have seen a little bit of lag here. Uh, between this chat widget, the, ch the comments are showing up here first and then in the stream. Uh, so that might be connected to the same thing. Keely Chow says, I'd love for you to do something similar to the Nerdrotic Nooner, uh, in which you do a stream for a couple of hours talking about anything that's on your mind involving sci-fi, fantasy, and horror. Well, we kind of do that here, Keely. We, we have, uh, <clears throat> when I don't have a guest... On this particular program, uh, I use that as my talk radio hour, if you will. Uh, I do I do rant and opine about various different topics. Um, my I'm resistant to I'm resistant to the idea of doing something similar to what Gary's doing. Gary's got his niche carved out, and more power to him. He's doing really well with all of that. I, for the longest time, and I've said this uh, a, a number of different occasions, we try to avoid being a rage bait channel. And I'm not saying that Gary is. Uh, Gary does not do rage bait so much as he's, he's decided that there are things that he's going to comment on and he's decided there are things he doesn't like and that's, and that's fine for him. Uh, but I think that that for us, a more balanced approach is probably better for us in, in, in the way of avoiding a lot of drama um, because, you know, 
whatever whatever you may feel about Gary and and the Nerdrotic Channel and Geeks and Gamers and uh, Andy Signor and Grace Randolph and any of those channels, uh, there are there are opportunities for drama to break out. And I have noticed in fan movements, and this is this is something that I've seen both in the Fandom Menace and in Comicsgate, where you have factions that start to develop. You have sides, and lines get drawn, and sides get chosen and whatnot. And I don't think that's really productive for any fan movement. I think that ultimately does harm to everyone. And we try to stay out of that. But yeah, the 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 nooner that he does, I think it's a it's a good show, and we have uh, something similar that I that I do here. And I will say, uh, as I've told the staff here, I'm not dead set have to be the host of this show, and I don't always have to be the host of Good Morning Multiverse, for example. I mean, there are there are opportunities there for other people to come in and be the host and be the anchors of these shows. I do it because it's right here, and I've got all of the gear, and this is this is the studio, and this is the station, and here's where we are, and, and I have I have all of this right here in front of me. So it's it's relatively easy for me with 33 years in the media to sit here and be able to push the buttons and produce the show at the same time I'm hosting the show. But that was not the original plan when we came back in 2019. Uh, when Good Morning Multiverse first launched in January of 2019, my original plan was to produce and somebody else would host, and it didn't work out that way. So, you know, you roll with it. You just you just do what you do and and hope for the best and and eventually you've got enough uh you've got enough of a track record that you can take a look and see, okay, well is this working or not? So that's that's what we do. But yeah, I and the other the other part of that too, I have uh I have watched some of these <clears throat> two and three and four hour streams. And honestly, at 51 years old, I don't know how they do it. I mean, I do know how they do it. They're younger than I am. They have more energy. They have more stamina. They have more, uh, not necessarily passion, although that does that does come into play here a little bit. Uh, I find the older I get, the less, the less passionate I am for things. Uh, but I do enjoy a good a good conversation about things. I just don't know that I have the patience to do two or three hours, unless it's a special occasion. If we're broadcasting from an event, say, uh, or if we're doing something, you know, doing some kind of a, of a, of a celebratory thing or a milestone or whatnot, you know, this being, this being our 350th episode, uh, that's a milestone that we can celebrate, but we're not going to do a three-hour show today. Just because I have so many different things that I do, uh, so many irons in the fire, I I can't take three, or, you know, two or three hours at a time, uh, at least more than once in a week to uh, to spend sitting here on the show because I have a lot of stuff in the back end to do. Because you you know, once this show is done, 
uh, then I have to <clears throat> I have to move it to an external hard drive, rename it, uh, convert it to an audio format so that we can upload it to the podcast hosting. And all of that means, you know, copy and pasting all of the description and the show notes and the links and everything else. So it takes a little bit of time. And there are there are things to do on the back end. There's social media promotions. There's links that we got to put up there. There's Instagram stuff. There's graphics I've got to build. We're right now in the middle of changing all of the copyrights over to 2022 for the new year. Uh, new graphics, new countdowns, new opens, all of these different things that we're doing. And it's all done right here. So I wear, I wear a number of different hats on this program. And I enjoy every bit of it. Keely says, congratulations on 350 episodes. Thank you very much. This show started in 2014. And it was our first attempt at a talk show with a, with a call-in component. It, uh, we hosted it over on Blog Talk Radio. And I think in the time that we ran on that, on that platform, I think I had one call. And we're thinking about, I, I would love to have a call-in component again. I would love to have some sort of a number that people could call. And I, we've thought about, you know, I've thought about using StreamYard a little bit more to, to do that kind of thing. And we might, might incorporate that in as a component. Um, I'm not sure how we're going to do that yet. But I think having a call-in element, <clears throat> maybe, maybe with this show, I think would add to it. Uh, because I do enjoy interacting with people in the chat. I do enjoy when we do our open mic uh, sessions where people can, can jump in and they say whatever it is that they want to say. Um, so we're looking at that as well. It would be interesting, to say the least. So we'll see what happens. Dpensac says, all your time and effort is greatly appreciated. Well, I appreciate all of you being here and putting in uh, your time uh, to watch and to listen and, you know, we, we do all of this here because we enjoy doing it. We don't make any money doing it. Nobody's getting paid. It's an all-volunteer operation. And we do it because we love to do it. We do it because we enjoy it. And I would love to have a bigger audience, sure. Uh, I'm not going to buy followers. I'm not going to buy uh, likes or anything like that. All of our traffic is organic, so we do rely on on word of mouth a lot for uh, for finding you know new people finding this shows, and uh, you know hopefully through twenty twenty two we'll we'll find that sweet spot and we'll hit critical mass and suddenly we've got a hundred thousand followers. So we'll see what happens. I don't do the things that we do in order to get the followers. I mean, we're not, you know, we're not clickbait, like I said. But I do think that there's something, there's something that we're doing that keeps you coming back. And as long as we keep doing that, I think we'll be okay. And, you know, we don't have to have 200,000 subscribers or 2 million subscribers. That'd be great, sure. But... I'm happy with the ones that we've got, and it's good to see all of you coming back on the regular. So, you know, we take what we get. We, we, it's, like, it's like Charlie Daniel said, never look at the empty seats. We do these shows for the people who show up, 
and that includes you. Uh, Keely Chow says, it's just like the reason we watch certain shows and movies because we like it. And, and as long as we keep doing something that you like, I guess we'll be doing okay, right? All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a real quick break, <clears throat> and I am going to come back with some personal resolutions and some, some magazine resolutions right after this. This is Sci-Fi For Me Radio. I just can't imagine you reading racy adult <laughs> material. But you know what? You know what? I have a, there's an author that I'm a big fan of, uh, and he writes a science fiction series, and he writes a fantasy series, and he writes a smutty series. And the smutty series is really entertaining. The H2O Podcast, Monday night at 8, only on Sci-Fi For Me TV. Back live from the bunker, Jason Hunt here along with you, and we are so glad that you're here. I, 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 you know, as much as I say we're glad that you're here, I really do mean that. I want to uh, make sure that you all understand that you know, you're you're here because we're doing something. And we want to make sure that we keep doing whatever it is that we're doing that keeps you coming back. And, and uh, you know, the fact that you're here instead of someplace else is very gratifying to us. You know, it's, it's you know, yeah, it's a little bit of an ego boost. It's one of those things where, you know, it's, it's good to have friends, right? Uh, I see Mazers in the chat. Good to see that you've made it here, sir. Um, <clears throat> talking about the... Uh, Talking about the H2O promo that we just ran, uh, uh, Major says, now I want to know what series Tim was referring to. I don't know what he was talking about, but I am going to see him this afternoon, so I will ask him. And we'll see what it is. I think, I don't know that he even, I don't know that he said during the show. Um, I'll have to, I'll have to find out. So, uh, D Pentag asks, who is the voice artist for your promo spots? That would be Tom Kane, uh, the voice of Yoda, Admiral Yolaren, Lord Monkey Fist, uh, narrator for the Oscars in a number of, uh, number of years. Uh, he recorded a number of things for us, uh, in, in the past. Uh, he's recorded a lot of, uh, a lot of voice tracks for us and, in the wake of his stroke, he's not going to be able to do anything, but we do still have some stuff in the can. Uh, so you will continue to hear his voice uh, as we move forward. As a matter of fact, the new all of all of the copyrights, he ha he actually somehow <laughs> he recorded, I think up to twenty twenty five or twenty twenty six or something. So we're gonna have Tom's voice around here for a while. He is a friend of ours. As a matter of fact, we actually got to got to know him pretty well and uh, and cast him in a short film that Tim Harvey and I put together. It's an adaptation of the H.P. Lovecraft short story, The Statement of Randolph Carter. 
in which uh, Tom plays one of the detectives interrogating Randolph Carter. And the other detective is played by Mr. Jeff East. You may know him as Teenage Clark Kent from Superman 78. So we we managed to snag both of those uh, gentlemen for our project. And eventually, <clears throat> we're going to finish that movie. So, yeah, finish it. It's it's almost finished. We had we had some stuff happen on the effects side, and uh, we've had some delays and and you know stuff stuff that was completely beyond anybody's control. So uh, so we're 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 working on it. One of these days, one of these days, it'll be completely finished. I don't know. All right, Keely Chow says, keep talking about good sci-fi, fantasy, and horror because we have to let people know that there are still good shows and movies to watch. Agreed. And that is something, even even if we're talking about the bad stuff and why we don't like it, as long as it's an honest conversation, as long as it's a civil and respectful conversation, uh, we certainly don't expect everybody to agree with everything that we say here. So I think that's one of the places where where the conversation breaks down, especially on social media, because... Um, some people don't like to have their opinions challenged because some people know that they're right. And sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. So uh, it's one of those things. Keely says, talking about good sci-fi and fantasy is a way to fight for our modern mythologies. And, and that's actually something that we've talked about on H2O, the fact that some of this, Star Wars in particular, but not just Star Wars, there are a number of uh, number of shows, speculative fiction, that can fit into that category of modern mythology, depending on how it's written and how it's received and how it's interpreted and how it's how it's perceived by the general public. So yeah, modern mythology. You know, our our you know what was it? Frankenstein, the modern Prometheus. So it's it's one of those things where there is potential there for lessons to be learned and, and applied and whatnot. The problem comes when you have when you have a message that you want to convey in your fiction, and the message becomes so heavy-handed that the fiction becomes unbearable and you can't enjoy it. That's a risk that a lot of these creators are taking because there are a number of them out there who are putting message over the medium. And we're seeing the results of that. We're seeing, you know, low box office on, on some things and uh, poor performance and ratings and, and we get cancellations and stuff. Because people don't want that. People don't want the message fiction so much. Some people do. A lot of them have blue check marks on them and, and over on Twitter. We don't have a blue check mark anywhere. I Well, let me take it back. We are verified on Parler. But nowhere else. And that just is because... Why not? I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, all right. So, uh, so I wanted to I wanted to show you this real quick. This is my to do list uh, that I still have things that I've got to do. 
uh, with regard to both uh, this operation here and uh, and stuff around the house and and other and other work related things it's a full page I mean this is this is a lot um, <clears throat> this is actually not everything <laughs> but uh, I want to get into a couple of a couple of quick resolutions for the new year it's really tough to keep your resolutions I know that I make I make resolutions and and there are some of them I managed to keep a little bit better than others but we we generally have this thing where we don't we don't manage to keep our resolutions very easily it happens there's nothing you know there's there's nothing to be ashamed of we all fall short of of success from time to time uh, so it's better to manage your expectations for yourself because there's this thing where some people, some people have a tendency to beat themselves up over the little failures or a big failure or a continued, we didn't get it, we didn't, we didn't manage to win, we didn't do this, we didn't succeed in this, we didn't achieve this, I didn't finish, whatever. You have to be very careful <clears throat> to one manage your expectations but also whenever you fall short don't beat yourself up take it as a as a learning experience and and look at it and say okay what can i come away from with this you know what what can i come away from this with a a an idea toward improving for the next time we do it for the next time I try, when when I, I I fell down on this one, what did I fall down over? How do I prevent myself from falling down? Look at it as a learning experience. These are opportunities to improve, and I know that's tough. That's hard for a lot of people to do that because in this day and age, especially, mental health is a big is a big thing right now with the pandemic and the isolation and the lockdowns and all of this stuff that's happening and all of the stress that we're under you have to you have to make sure that you don't lose sight of the goal whatever that goal is and the goal is for you big or small your goals are just as important as my goals are to me and that that imbues a certain amount of value to those goals, regardless of what those goals are, you need to find ways. And, and sometimes what this is, is, okay, we've got this thing out here that we want to do. Backtrack the various different steps. And this is something that my son and I have talked about. You know, if you've got this, if you've got this goal out here, this thing that you want to accomplish, figure out what the steps are. And then don't focus on the goal. Focus on the next step. One plus one is a process. You do step by step by step by step. And by the time you get 40 or 50 steps in, you look up and you realize how much closer you are to your goal. But sometimes we look at this, at this, at this giant goal, this thing we want to accomplish, and it is so much bigger than ourselves... And we psych ourselves out and we say, oh, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. Writing a book, writing a comic book, starting a blog, starting a video channel. We, we, 
we psych ourselves out. Oh, there's no way I could do that. I don't, I, how do you do this? I, I don't know how I could do this. I couldn't do this. I, I don't know how many times I've heard that. Anybody can do this. Step by step by step by step. One plus one is a process. And for New Year's resolutions, since that's what we're talking about here, do the, do the little things. That's like Jordan Peterson said. Make your bed. You know, clean your room. There was a, there was a U.S. Navy admiral who gave, a, gave the speech at uh, graduation ceremonies at the University of Texas. And he said, the, you have to program yourself for success. We program our subconscious with the things that we say, the things that we do, the things that we think, things that we believe. And if we believe that we're a failure and we constantly talk about how terrible things are and what kind of a failure we are and I'm no good, you're programming your subconscious to believe that. You need to, and, and this is not, I'm, I'm not a doctor giving advice here. I don't claim to be that. This is personal experience here. And this is advice that I've given my son. Don't focus on the negative. You program yourself, you program your attitude with those things on which you focus. And so maybe it's something you start small. I woke up this morning. I'm alive. I have a roof over my head. I have food in the, in the pantry that I can eat. I have a job. I have a car. I, I, can, I have transportation. Whether it's, you know, you have a car, or you ride the bus, you have a way of getting to work. Do you have a job? Are you in school? You know, focus on the little things. And this Navy Admiral is talking about making your bed because that's a little thing. But you get up in the morning and you make your bed, you have accomplished something. You've successfully finished something. And it resets. It resets the brain. I've already succeeded today. What else will I succeed at? And that's, that's where we need to be thinking about some of this stuff. Mazur says here, I have plenty to be thankful for. I'm just a wee bit miffed that I keep having to restart my life over and over and over again. Oh, Mazurus, you and I are going to have to trade stories one of these days. <clears throat> I, I, that restart button, I have leaned into that I don't know how many times now myself. So I, I can completely, I can completely sympathize with you, sir. Uh, but, <coughs> excuse me, but yeah, but, but personal resolutions, I generally don't tend to make a, a lot of New Year's resolutions, mainly because these are things that I'm constantly working on all the time. And it doesn't really matter that it's the new year. It's a continuous process for me to sit there and say, okay, how can I do things better? What can I do better? And one of the things that's on my list is better time management <clears throat> because I do so many things. Uh, I need to I need to kind of wrap around, you know, get my hands on my schedule just a little bit better than what I've been doing uh, because part of that includes doing better show prep, doing more 
more thorough show prep, uh, especially when I have a guest, you know, not not waiting until the the hour before the program. That hasn't happened very often. That's a rare occasion when I get behind. But, you know, doing more show prep, I think, is better for the show, whether I'm doing a, an interview, a conversation with somebody, or if it's just me here for an hour. Um, better show prep will help those shows be better. I uh, also want to manage my email a little bit better because I don't manage my email very much better. My personal email has over 9,000 unread emails uh, still sitting there waiting for me to go through. The business email, the, the email that I have for, for this operation, has got quite a few. But... Uh, <clears throat> Mrs. Boss has offered to go through and sort everything. I might take her up on it. Should I take her up on it? Should I let her get into my email and, and put everything in folders and boxes and, and, and see what happens? I don't know. It might it might be worth the effort just to see what happens, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I got to stay on top of my email a little bit better. And uh, one thing on a more serious note, one thing that I am going to try to do is stay on a more regular schedule with the newsletter because I think the newsletter is a valuable tool that we're not taking advantage of very much. So I'm going to try to keep doing that and do it a little bit more frequently, a little bit more on the regular. And then sometime in the next month or so, I've got to clean up this place. You know, we've had uh, We've had some things... <clears throat> excuse me, where I've had to, I've had to swap out, uh, swap out computers and, uh, we've, we've had to rearrange a couple of things in here just to get, get things cleared out and whatnot. So, um, I'm going to clean this place up. I am going to clean this place up. Uh, okay. So let's see here. Mazers asks if we can link to the newsletter through Twitter. It would be helpful. Yeah. What I'll do, I'll, I'll, I'll post that today. Um, I want to say that it may, I don't know if it's in our profile link or not. it is not. Uh, but if you go over to the dot com, if you go over to sci fi for me, sci fi for me a little window will post, will, will pop up that you could sign up. Or uh, here on YouTube in the video description under all of the links, there's a link to that newsletter sign-up form there as well. So, uh, but yeah, we will post. I'll post that over on all of the social media today, and uh, and give you a direct link. Here's where you sign up for a newsletter. So I will. I let me make a note to make sure that I do that because you know <clears throat> my to-do list. My to-do list keeps like I say it gets I think about something I write it down this is something I got to do so newsletter link I will put that here and I even have this green highlighter for when I cross something off when I finish and you and you know <clears throat> I joke about it but it is one of those things that's kind of along those same lines. When you make your bed, you feel like you've accomplished something because you've succeeded at something. You've finished something. This right here, this little green marker, whenever I have lists like this where I have so many different things written down on this piece of paper, there is an, em uh, there is an, emotional, uh, uh, an emotional payoff there is a lot of satisfaction 
in crossing something off of this list. And as this list continues to just turn green, it's much more satisfying because I've finished something. It might be a little thing. I mean, I had the haircut on the list. I got the haircut. I can cross that off the list. It's, it's an accomplishment. I finished something. I, I set out to do something and I did it. And endorphins, maybe, I don't know. It's good for brain chemistry. But you're, progr- you're, you're, you're reprogramming your subconscious. Make a list of the things that you've accomplished. Make a list of the things that you're grateful for. The good things in life that you have. Whether it's little or big, one or two things, a dozen things, doesn't matter. Make a list of those things that are positive in your life. And, and, and you're having a down day, pull out that list and say, well, at least I got a roof over my head. At least I have food in the, in the kitchen. At least I have clothes on my back. At least I have fill in the blank. You know, I woke up this morning. I'm healthy. I'm not in the hospital. I'm not dead. I I say that with tongue-in-cheek a little bit, but there's value to you in acknowledging those good things that you have in your life. Whether it's a little thing or not, it counts. And I will say, as we close out today, just a couple of things. One, you have value. You have value to me as a member of my audience here, but you have value as a person who is part of everything. You have value as a person. You have value to yourself, whether that's hard to believe or not. You do have value to somebody. And you might not be a very important person in the world, but to some people, you may be the most important person in the world. (coughs) You have value. You mean something to somebody. Make a list of the little things. And those little things will help you appreciate bigger things. And maybe help you accomplish bigger things. Set your goals, sure. Backtrack in your various different steps. And take it one day at a time. I will leave you with this thought. This is from Matthew 5, verse 37. All you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. In other words, don't make promises you can't keep. Don't overcommit. Don't set yourself up for failure. Take care of yourself so that you can take care of others if you need to. Keela says, thank you for a great show. Well, thank you for being here. And thank you to everybody for being here throughout the year and however long that you've been with us. Some people have been here longer than a year. We're glad you're here. We're glad you stick around. We're glad you stay and find value in what we do. 
And we will continue to do that in 2022. And I will continue to remind you that there are four lights. Have a happy and safe new year, everyone. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio. Copyright 2021 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. 